Hey, but who's this podcast brought to you by? Be sure you say the proper one first. Well, it's brought to you by Apex Pro. Oh, yeah, I'm, why? Uh, sporting the latest <laughs> of true. Apex Pro fashions and, today, actually. And we have an Apex Pro person here with us. He's quite uh, literally an Apex Pro. He is, he is. I am uh, an Apex amateur, but Andrew Rains is an Apex Pro. I bet you Bill Griffin Apexes the shit out of things versus me. I'm not really good I at I just driving. try. Bill drives every day now. He's at a yes. racetrack every 48 hours. Every 48 hours on a different track. Probably That's on average, unbelievable. I'll bet you yeah. on average he's actually at a track about 60 or 52% of the time. It's got to be more than yeah, that. Yeah, it's got to be a lot because when you it's consider the travel time getting to the track and then at the track, because a lot of the events are not just a two-day event but right. a four-day event. Yeah, you're so, doing extreme so wait, stuff. Yeah. Um, so the extreme stuff, by the time I get there and stuff, it's a five or six days out of the Do you the week. travel by car to those events? Depends. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'll carpool with other instructors. So okay. if we're going from Chicago area to M1, we'll drive. Uh, pit race, that's about as far as we'll drive, but okay. then fly. And then usually then it's a carpool situation once you get to yep. the That's event. a lot of miles on your personal vehicle. Yeah, but uh, we'll trade off. Okay. Uh, you know, one event I'll drive, mm-hmm. another event Jason will drive. So. Yeah, you got a lot of local buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jason. Yeah. You've been on like NOLA and all over too, right? Yeah, you've been doing extreme experience like all over the country, right? Yeah. So uh, years in the past, you know, I was just doing Chicago area ones just to kind of get a feel for it. But really like the program, like the people. I mean, it's professional. I mean, it's like top notch from front of house to reservations to the technicians that work on the cars, to the cars themselves, to the owners. Uh, I couldn't be more proud to say, you know, I work for extreme experience. I feel like... Companies like this have existed for a while. Not that long. Uh, but, but they, are see, they, seem they to be the come and go. Yeah. And they, it seems like expe- Extreme Experience has been around a little yeah. bit. They're Chicago-based. And uh, John, yep. who's working with us this week, and John Raymond, he uh, he's one of like the guys that... He's uh, one of the full-time employees. He, he, he like tries to make the event happen. Like That's his job. Yep. Um, and the story... He rode back with me from Colorado... And the stories, like the the horrors they go through, and like the lengths they go through to like make these events happen, like they're insane. <laughs> we haven't had John on the show before. No, we let's, let's change that. That'd be a good idea. Um, yeah, yeah. He started karting when he was five. He's done racing a long time, but um, and now Extreme is branching out into uh, experience driving experiences on roads. Really? Oh, I didn't cool. know. oh really? You're doing street drives? Yeah, so they're going to do a drive, a, a tour, uh, you know, all planned out, all catered, yeah. everything taken care of. That's a freaking great idea, though. Yeah, so yeah. you'll start seeing some stuff on um, social media like and stuff go, like that. Go hit, like, uh, cool roads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so they've already been asking us drivers, you know, what yeah. we would recommend as far as a route to drive. And right. Have you done a street drive, like, as a, as a lead before? No. Oh, man. Get ready. Yeah, right. I've, I've done. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure how that's going to work. You know, it's not like in the right seat where you're yelling oh, at no. it and the hit, push on the brake pedal harder. I've probably so, done like 200 days of lead follow on the racetrack. The one lead follow street drive I've done, most stressful experience. I've okay, done. well then <laughs> I need to talk to you life. after this. So yeah. Ashley and I used to do, um, and we still like doing it. Uh, we did with Rally Ro- North America. Yeah, road rally stuff, right? Road rally stuff, yeah. and it's not. It's not quite like. Um, I you forgot know, you did that. Run we haven't talked like about that in a while. Gumballs and stuff. It's not that crazy. Yeah. Um, rally North America is a charity event, um, and it's like a road rally scavenger hunt type, kind right. of like, um, kind of like Chop Top is. Right. right. Um, yeah, it's it's advantageous to drive fast so that you can see more things. Right. Uh, but they do a really good job um, in terms of like just finding sites that you should see. Yeah. 
Um, like in Southeast Ohio, uh, like the Mothman Museum is a place that I never thought I would go in my life. The Mothman statue is awesome. That's Mothman <laughs> Museum? Yeah. I don't even want to really know what that's about. <laughs> do, do you know weird. what I'm talking about? I don't, but uh, you guys, you, you are everybody definitely should into look it. up the Mothman yeah. Museum Abe's and the Mothman statue. Right. Yeah. High reviews. Um, it's like sick AF, Abe Schmucker. <laughs> it's sick <laughs> uh, AF. Like, there's just dozens of oh places my God, like that you on the that road guy. trip <laughs> that you would just never go to. Oh, sure. But they yeah. kind of like point you that way. Right. So um, that's cool. Oh, yeah, you're Weird. looking at the Mothman statue now, aren't you? Yeah, that's a. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like big that. too. Dude, what's up with it? what's this for? I don't know. Uh, uh, apparently, the bridge crossing the I think it's Ohio River. Okay, uh, is like haunted or something by oh, the Mothman. Of course, uh, and that is, a, is. that is a tribute statue to the Mothman. Oh, okay, that statue is probably like ten feet tall. Yeah, he seems cool. Nice looking guy. Yeah. yeah. Seems um, good apps. So right. Ashley Great and I apps. used to do Ripped. that. Like, <laughs> Ashley, uh, when we first went, uh, Ashley, I didn't know her as a really competitive person. Right. And she was like, you're not going to drive fast on this trip. And like, we're just going to, we're here to have a good time. And the second that we left the starting line, she turned into a different animal. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, do you want to win or not? <laughs> Come on, could, let's go. Get your I shit could, in line. I could see her doing that. 100%, man. <laughs> and so, like, you know, instances, if we're at a stoplight and things are waiting, like, always cut yeah. through the gas station. You take the rally line. You, you, you No do way, one. really? She's an animal. Damn. And, like, I would that, not My wife is just that. like that. That's hilarious. That's awesome, She's, man. like, su- like you meet her, and she's, like, the sweetest, calmest. Like, I can, yeah, I can picture her being, know, like, Southern Belle, perfect Yeah, manners. has a Southern accent, yeah. you know, and, and then <laughs> all of a sudden, someone cuts her off in traffic. She's like, son of a bitch! <laughs> Foot to the floor. You know, it's like... Lays on the horn Chicago style. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I would not have pictured Ashley doing that, but now that you say that, I can totally picture Ashley doing she's, that. She's a tough chick, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's yeah, absolutely. Ashley's kind of a bad little girl. but um, Yeah, she should be rolling up here before too long, I think. Yeah. Uh, she dropped Sloan at Ashley's parents' house. This oh, will man. be our it, first weekend away. Ever? Yeah. Oh, man. This wow. must be how, rocking, how dude. Uh, Sloan's <laughs> 15. Camper's going to be rocking. Yeah, no Almost. dogs either. No, no dogs. dogs. Oh, no like, dogs? Wow. No, the dogs are at the grandparents' oh, too. Vacation. So, it's like a vacation. Wow! And All three I, animals are dropped off. <laughs> and I got uh, I got to the track yesterday. I've been hanging out, working. I'm going to work tomorrow. Right. And then uh, and then I'm off. Yeah, we're going to go hot at 4 p.m. tomorrow. So I like the schedule. 22 hours until we got to be cool. doing a driver's meeting. Yeah. This is the only earliest so I've ever been to a Midwest event for sure. Yeah. Couple because years normally ago. it's trying to like shoehorn my stupid RV into a spot, right? And you can't shoehorn this into anything. No, your old one you could kind of like wiggle it in. Uh, not this one. This, this is one's, different deal. It's a little big, yeah. man. And, you you uh, established the paddock depending yeah. on where you park as well. <laughs> yeah, Abe, Abe like, literally established his dominance in the paddock. Yeah. Well, and I haven't put the awning out yet because I don't know who's parking next. Yeah, to you. he can only be so wide. You bet that as soon as I know, it's coming out. Yeah. Watch it. Be hey, like, would you mind parking back just a little bit so I can? Pop this up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, move over a little bit. Yeah. Well, so uh, things no one see, will it, say. So yeah. this this can't be verified because it's just me saying it, and there's no evidence right. now. Um, there were flags, uh, little little tiny flags in um, the grass to tell the paint marker guy to where to where paint, to paint the, lines. the lines. Yeah. And my slide was definitely over that flag marker. Right. Not anymore. The guy just painted the lines 
outside of where I was. Oh, really? Nice. <laughs> so you came just early enough, huh? Yeah, so I'm Abe's I'm got good. the only 11-foot wide right. spot. <laughs> so the lines are like the end zone on a football field. Yeah. It's like you just have to cross the plane. And exactly. Well, I'm, so I'm good now. That. So the yeah, guy we, next to me, or gal. We stepped also. it up a little bit with the paint guy. The paint guy, he's, pro. he's got... Uh, in years past, it's been me walking it with a with like a paint marker, you know, like a, a rattle can, the upside down one. So you got to right. you got to do it twice to make it three inches wide. Yeah. This dude had like a generator and like a uh, an airless sprayer, and it's that you'd use for like painting a house. Yeah, it's mounted oh, to nice. the golf cart, and he's just just driving, yeah, painting the line. It looks impressive. It looks Super really pro. good, yeah. and it's four inches wide, and it's white as can be. You can't miss the line. And it, there's in the back, yeah. there's just like a five-gallon bucket of paint. Yeah. Just and it sounds paint, like paint, a paint, house paint. painting gun. Yeah. It's a uh, it's an airless sprayer, yeah. yeah. It's really cool, because it's like driving in here, you see all the lines painted nice and neat, and it's like, you know, if you play like stick and ball sports when you walk out onto the freshly painted field yeah. for the first time, you're like... It's, it's pretty. Yeah. I was. I'm pretty impressed with. I mean, we we kind of stepped up some of the parking, garbage, and uh, and prep game. And that's this one crew that we hired to do like the the layout like this. Basically, like Charlie and I did the layout the last couple last couple of years, and it works. Um, but we would do like a four foot line, and so we hired this painting this crew that like does this for festivals. And like so, they they had the golf cart to paint the lines, and they painted the lines, and they they painted them all in the uh, got to bring in, in the campground. And I was going to ask you yeah, if they also cool. painted. Yeah, they painted the, the other whole side campground too. Campground area, I'm f- like pretty reasonable. And they're also doing the full. They have twenty people, and they're doing like the garbage cleanup. And oh man, they're checking on everything the entire I, time. I think people think Deal. that grid life is this like massive revenue machine. Oh, it's ab- we're absolutely not at broke even yet for this weekend. Yeah, like we it's are, like doing a festival like this. Wednesday before, and we're like, man, sure hope more people buy some tickets. <laughs> so, it's um, not like the fire festival at all, though, right? Totally different no, scenario. No. I, I think all we're of intending to deliver above and beyond. Right, it's going to actually happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're crossing our fingers that tomorrow. The weather looks great, though. So, oh. like, typically we get a decent no, walk up and a decent like day of purchase online. Um, so, if we get what we have historically got, uh, we'll be right right where we need to be. Like, it'll be just That's about awesome. perfect. And for, like, a COVID pandemic year, we're feeling pretty Not bad. So I guess yeah. people that think it's a, a revenue-generating machine don't understand, like, the music festival model. Like, you're trying to do something a lot greater than yourself. Yeah. It's it's a it's a bigger deal than just well, making and, and You don't money. do it for tons of cash. Well, and it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a weird... It's a literal gamble as well. Where Every it's like time. Dice your your uh, production costs are... Hundreds of thousands of dollars, and yeah. you just hope that overhead. enough people show yeah, up. Yeah, like the production costs for this event, like full disclosure, is typically pushing half a million dollars. Like it costs us a half a million dollars to turn this event on. Yeah, that's to so do it the way we want to do it. It's a half a million bucks, so it's a small music festival. But like that's paying people, it's paying track rental. And the track rental, like we're renting the place for four, five, six days sometimes. Yep. Um, maybe not the racetrack, but like they can't do anything else, so we got to pay it. Uh, it's a lot of money. Like, it's a ton of money. Um, and so everybody thinks, oh, this is cash cow. No, like, these events, like, you cross your fingers and hope they break even. And if they break even and they're rad events, you get these partners that will want to pay you enough that you can take a salary and pay your rent. Like, that's how <laughs> the business model works. <laughs> and, like, maybe it works. And then maybe there's so a all pan- you uh, yeah, maybe there's rad pandemic. vendors out there. Right. Maybe, maybe, there's a maybe there's a pandemic and all the partners pull out for six months and you got to like cross your fingers and hope it works still. So, and it did yeah. just the, barely. So. The side of the side effect of not thinking about 
like profit first though is that you create something that's like genuine that people care about yeah. like like think yeah. about what it would cost somebody to try to replicate grid life so hard. it's not possible so chris and i were talking about this on the way back from connecticut the other day we're driving in my crappy new honda fit that i bought um sweet we're, we're, it's congratulations pretty, it's pretty rad i'm excited about it and uh we uh we were talking about money and i'm like man how are we like it never actually works. Like we're never going to make any money. And he's like, no, we got to spend all the money. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like it gets frustrating. And he's like, every penny we 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 take in, if we try to make the event better, like maybe someday it'll pay off. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it just yeah. kind of sucks. <laughs> Always that someday. I, like, I met a guy uh, locally at a startup event in Birmingham because right. we're, we're kind of plugged into the local like startup community. And uh, he sold a company called Ticket Biscuit. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's heard. They did, like, online ticket sales right. back when that was, like, a new thing. And uh, I asked him, like, hey, is somebody who's got a company that would one day love to scale it and sell it or scale it and do something really meaningful to a lot of people and add value to a lot of people, like, what's your biggest advice? And he's like, well, if your goal is to sell the company, then you need to treat cash like it's gas in your car. You're going to run out. Keep mm-hmm. fundraising every single day. And it, like, took me so off guard. He was like, you literally want to outspend everybody that you're competing against. Right. I was like, what do you mean? Like, like, like it was, it may, but it was it, very real it advice. It makes sense. Yeah. That's not yeah. advice you'd expect to get. Not at all. But it makes sense. I mean, yeah. every year, like December 25, like it's like, whew, hope those credit cards still work. You know, like yeah. you're just never, there's never enough, you know, because uh, you're always trying to build it better and better and better. And you reinvest and you reinvest and reinvest. Like, it's still part of the reason that like I have a day job is because like I don't trust Grid Life to be my day job yet. You know, like it's not, it's a, it's a big company, but like we, we just want to keep building. So. Well, but like it is a big company. That's true. Um, just in terms of like, not in terms of people, cash flows like, in what and it out. does. Yeah. A lot uh, of it but, is weekend only employees. And but like, like that, the yeah. number of full time staff at Grid Life is four. Four. Yeah. Is yep. it four? Well, if, if you include me, which technically I guess I'm full time, but like I don't work full time, but like we count me as a full time employee, so it's five. So, so it's you and me, Chris Sean, and Sean, Kyle, Trisha, and and Chris. Trisha, okay. Yep. Trisha is the slayer of all slayers. I want to hire ten more Trishas. <laughs> she is the best. She's made this like in the past six months. She's made this to where like I'm like, yeah, I think we can do this. <laughs> as long as I got a couple of Trishas. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, and then we've got the the partnership team, which works on commission. They're basically they're full time with us, but they take what they take what they eat, you know. And so if they don't take anything, they don't get to eat anything either. But um, and that's the reason that we exist is selling partnerships and doing a good job with it and fulfillment and trying to bring ROI to companies and all that. So yeah, and that podcast money. Yeah, man, that that's got that podcast, dude. Money, the so. tens and tens of dollars, tens, tens and tens and tens of dollars, yeah. tens of dollars. Although, like, I mean, uh, realistically, like the podcast, like Slip Angle has actually probably brought a lot more to Grid Life than Grid Life has brought to Slip Angle. Grid Life has provided Slip Angle a lot of content, but like multiple actual partners for Grid Life came because like people in the marketing side listened to Slip Angle. <laughs> Like I'm dead serious. One hundred percent. They're here this weekend. They are here this weekend. Multiples of them, and they are title sponsors. So, which yeah. is very, very cool. It, it makes me not want to quit, quit Slip Angle. Well, yeah. my thought about Slip Angle was, you and I talk almost every day anyway about something, and so most of the time it's about buses. To be honest, once but, in a while we should probably record it, right? Yeah, so, we should just record it. Yeah. Um, got to fix that leak in my uh, my bedroom. Yeah, man. Right there. Gotta, gotta Still, those seals. Dude. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I learned yesterday because it rained hard. Warning, here comes the RV talk. Here comes some RV talk. <laughs> right, it rained yeah. hard Drop out yesterday. now if you don't want to hear about and RVs. And I assumed that it did not leak when the RV was closed up. Um, I went that back, assumption? No, I mean, it, it drips back there just enough for me to find a leak, which is great because it's the same leak. Yeah, so, so you actually kind of found where it was coming from now. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know yet what causes it on the outside. I have right. a good idea, right? But like, I'm skeptical that that's the reason. I think if you condition the seals with that stuff that we sent that I sent you a picture of, I think that's gonna help a lot. Probably because those things are retracted and dried out. I think that's gonna be a big, big help. Yep. Um, just yeah. Massage some oil into. Yeah, man, into you gotta rub seals. them, dude. Just um, rub those seals. Rub them in, dude. You know, I think I missed an opportunity. I probably should have started like a like a gutter and like a uh, ceiling kind of company like, yeah flash like a roofing yeah. because my last name's rains right <laughs> there like, you there's go. just a lot of good stuff <laughs> there right. like roofs and gutters <laughs> yeah you blew there's it man what was i just thinking? don't ask adam to say that gutter order. flashing and uh and uh waterproofing business. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm so rains waterproofing here, here's the thing um my wife ashley used to work at a hospital in indianapolis and there was a doctor that she worked with that was not a urologist yeah but his name was Dr. Tinkle, and we were like, man. That you, guy blew it. You blew Dr. it. Dr. Tinkle. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody named Dr. Ovaries definitely knows what they should be. But Dr. Tinkle, come on, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> anyway. Um, what are so you doing, man? I just got a radio call that there's pizza at the production office. Right. Well, I mean, it's... You have 15 minutes. Let's do it. I'm going to go get some pizza. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking of Slip Angle, the last episode with, uh, not the most recent, but like maybe the one before that was Zach and Pete oh, in yeah. Heartland Park. What, I was laughing I my forgot ass. What we so uh, let me tell that you a hilarious. bit of a story about I love Zach, that, boy. Uh, yeah, Zach is a character, man. He's so great. So I had to edit properly at least five minutes out of the show. Oh, yeah. Because it was content that they didn't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That was recorded. It was recorded, and yeah. they were like, hey, man, can you like mix that stuff, please? Yeah. Um, yeah. At the beginning of the show, there was a list of topics not to talk about. And <laughs> you talked about everything. We ended up talking about those things, and they were like, hey, yeah. can you get rid of that stuff? Those dudes live uh, dangerously, man. That's a weird uh, life. I already got a text message about going to the casino today. Today. Which one are they going to? Down by, I, I down by uh, Probably down by the border there. Maybe. That's the closest one. Michigan City, yeah, um, Michigan City. There, I think Zach and Pete are a wonderful. Awesome. Oh, actually, you can probably Absolutely go to Gun awesome. Lake off one thirty one. That's probably actually the closest. Yeah, and I've, uh, I've known Zach for a while. He's he's a super good dude. And every he bought us a really we uh raced a endurance race together at Daytona, and I think and Zach, I apologize if I had this wrong, but I'm pretty sure he missed a shift and and money shifted the motor. Which wasn't his fault. It was the third time that it had been done. The the bushings on the transmission were all shot. Right. Like three hundred thousand miles. An E thirty six out of a junkyard just with worn out two hundred ninety thousand miles on it. Yeah, just worn out. So Go like figure. you would load into a corner and the whole shift pattern would move. The engines turned this way and the shifter yeah. Yeah, you, third feels go, like fifth or oh yeah. fifth feels like second. <laughs> Absolutely you'd go third to fourth, third to second. Yeah. Right. And uh he did that and then he went and bought us he's allergic to seafood, but he took us to the chart house in Daytona, which is a seafood place. And bought he's us all like he's allergic to That's all shellfish, bad. and so we ate outside where he didn't have to come in contact with it, but he knew the rest of us would love it because he felt so bad about it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he's just he's he's a really good person. So uh, he you, seems like the most fun dude too. Yeah. Well, I, I can't talk about you and talk about Zach without thinking about Barbara. 
you told me via text message yesterday that you've you've got a plan for oh, how, man. To, how to get us to Barbara. I've been thinking about can, it. A lot. Can you tell your plan on the show? Yeah, I don't know. So I was texting with another friend of mine today who mm-hmm. runs a time attack series in Texas. Okay. Called Apex Lap Battle. Okay. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. I have not. It's mm-hmm. a HPD and a small time attack group. Gotcha. But they want to come to Barber as well. Um, so I went and did like an Apex Pro data review session with them back in May and drove a guy's Camaro, um, an Apex Pro customer's car. And we did like a classroom session and stuff. And a bunch of their guys, after talking to me and talking to some of their guys who've been to Barber before, were like, oh, we're going to make a, we're going to do like a, you know, flyaway event kind of deal. You know, it's really far for us, but we'd love to just, It's probably you know, not that far, but it's far. Yeah, it's like 12 hours yeah. for them, 10, 12 hours from Dallas. close for good life. Yeah, uh, yeah. For me, Gingerman now is like properly ten, like seven hours. Seven, yeah. In a bus, it's a long haul. Yeah, yeah. It's a drive. But he's he's. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking if we if we throw him into the fray and say, hey, what if we put together a letting him buy up, rent a session for the weekend yeah. to bring his guys, run his time attack series, or even combine. Well, however it works, doesn't really matter. But let him start bombarding Barber about dates as well. Mm-hmm. As his organization, Apex HPDE, it has a right. totally different vibe, different look to it. It's an HPDE group. Yeah, I would love to do like a simple event. And then we... Like growing yeah. it too. Yeah, I, I don't we, necessarily... We get in the door somehow like that. I, I think having been to Barber, right. it would be an extraordinary place to do a festival if... Uh, the 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 grounds would accommodate. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Is that like a festival impact fee at a place like that might be expensive. <laughs> but just for the grounds, um, I think that the driving yeah. at uh, Barber is awesome. Yeah. Now I've heard that Barber is a spectacular place to drive, but the racing itself is less fun. Can you? GLTC would be good. You Probably think a good better pace, than NCM a good pace for that. Yeah. yeah, NCM is a hard place to race. Yeah, a lot sure. of, easier to race than NCM. Turns, yeah. Yeah. Um, less less dangerous yeah. as well. Have you ever been to Lime Rock? I have been to Lime Rock. You have? What do you think yes. of Lime Rock? Uh, Lime Rock's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it a very really unique fun. track. Yeah. So I went to Lime Rock the other day. Um, we we flew out to and I picked up a crappy fit at the airport. Um, flew out to New Jersey. Went to NJMP. Um, none of this is like secret, but we're trying to do an East Coast tour kind of for Good Life next year. Um, and we don't know what any of these events will be, but uh, SPR has, you know, they have a desire for us to be in the East Coast as well. And there's a huge track scene out there. I mean, it's enormous. Um, and then we went to SPR on Wednesday, had a big long meeting at some of the best pizza I've ever had from New Haven Pizza. It was amazing. You- where, where did you go? Did you go to Mystic? We, we were no, we were eating at FC Piero, but they brought in pizza from New Haven. Okay, and it was so good. Did you get Sally's? No, it was New Haven Pizza. I oh, I know, but there's a there are multiple restaurants. I in have New no Haven. idea. I didn't buy it. <laughs> they bought it. That's <laughs> just one. But they brought a ton of pizzas. And it was delicious pizza, which I didn't expect. Um, but I mean, I should have expected. They make everything good out there. But um, and then we went to um, so Michael from FC Piero, who's right over there uh he's one of their uh, one of their drivers and he's their like lead marketing guy um we rode up with him to lime rock which is in the most incredibly beautiful place i've ever seen absolutely it's stunning. unbelievable the chat the little like you know 18th century churches and, like architecture it's crazy beautiful so cool uh, it's like one of the prettiest places i've ever seen like it was like phenomenal and like all the houses are from like 1752 and 1786, yeah. and they're enormous. It's very cool. 
uh, really big lots. Like the roads are incredible. It was one of the prettiest places I've ever been. And we pull into this racetrack, and it was like, and there's a lot of parking there. You can put a lot of people at, at Lime Rock, but it's this tiny place, and it's built like into valleys, and there's hills all over, it, and it's short track. It's like what one and a half miles, yeah. real fast, like proper fast, high um, average speed, real high average speed, super pretty. one left turn as well. Yeah, like one left turn, bunch of rights, like jump. Like a jump in like a IMSA GS car, it gets in the air. Yeah, like crazy fast. The fast cars have to run the chicane because yeah. the like jump the, is too significant. Yeah, the actual prototypes like they have to slow down or else they would just. <laughs> it was it's crazy how fast the jump is, um, and so we walk into a meeting because we're we're going to meet you know the management and we didn't know who the management was because I heard it just got sold right, and it turns out um, we walk in. And the dudes are shaking our hands. It was me and Chris and, and Michael and uh, Josh, one of our sales guys. And in the management, it's this dude, Charlie. And then I meet this dude, Steven. And Steven knows Gary. He got into IMSA at the same time as Gary. Cool. And the same age. You know? um, and uh, the, uh, the other guy... He's like, hi, I'm Skip. And I was like, no shit. <laughs> yeah, Skip Barber. Yeah, and we were meeting with Skip Barber. And we were talking for an hour. They were just like asking us like, what grid life is, like all about it and stuff. And then uh, it was one of the more surreal moments of my life. Skip Barber, like we're talking about GLTC all of a sudden. And Skip Barber um, is just like staring at me. And I'm giving him like the elevator pitch at GLTC, like single class. Uh, single class, you know, 12 and a half to one power to weight ratio, roughly, you know, we got a bunch of modifiers, you got arrow, you get to be this, you get Hoosiers versus street tires, or heavier versus lighter, street tires are narrower. Uh, and uh, we do, so the biggest thing we do is we do a bunch of short sprint races every weekend and his eyes uh, like pop open and he's like, I've been telling people to do that for 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> somebody finally listened. And somebody, and you finally did it. And it was, and then he was like, that sounds so good. Like they were like so into it. Uh, and it, cool. it made, it was like, it made my year to like hear like one of the more legendary American drivers of all time who like probably taught what thousands of drivers to drive. Oh, at yeah. least uh, he pretty much defined the curriculum like of like literally. how you learn. Like before Skip Barber, people didn't think you could they learn how to drive. Going, yeah. They like went to a racing school and yeah. the guys that like naturally knew how to do it like right. instinctively because they were racing farm tractors like or whatever. Right. Like those are the ones that excelled. And he was actually like, Oh, you can teach people this. Probably figure out how to teach them. Yeah. yeah. And, and like his first F one race start was like seventy one at Monaco. Like he's done everything. Yeah, he's raced in Formula One. Crazy. Um, That's cool. It was bizarre to talk about <laughs> GLTC with Skip Barber. And like his eyes like popped open. Uh and so we we're sending him like like links to watch video and he's like, This is amazing. It was so cool, dude. <laughs> But yeah, I want to go to these cool tracks, man. I want to go to Lime yeah. Rock. I want to go to Barber. Cool. Um, I'm excited about the next couple of years. It like it like energized me because uh, like a year like this will burn you out. It's a slog oh, for dude. sure. We yeah. just Big. got back. from We're Portland. not Bill Griffin, but it's right. hard. <laughs> I mean, we're not. Yeah, a race no, track nobody's Bill hours. Griffin. Yeah, <laughs> twelve well, out of twenty four hours. I, I, I think track. it'd probably be a a little different if you weren't also trying to maintain a day job. Well, yeah, that's part. That's part of the problem, but. Uh, even still, like, I'm just, like, sick of being away from the family, and I'm sick of the, like, even with, like, a series like Grid Life, which has pretty good, like, family vibes, you know, like, Time Attack buddies all get along pretty well, GLTC generally gets along pretty well, um, 
there's still like so many personalities and like feuds and politics and like it's just like it's a bunch. Anytime you get people together, yeah, racers, racers especially. Yeah. Well, like, racers are headstrong for sure. Strong ego, like they're emotional. Kind of no. they're, they're all animals, Say, all of them. Yeah. Um, I'm the ner- I'm like the worst racer because like I don't have that stuff, but I'm in charge of it really. Like I don't feel like I have like a strong ego. I feel like I'm, I hate myself a lot, and but like for some reason it like sort of works. And and it's really like to me it like weighs on me heavily like balancing all the personalities. Well, I, I think you said it. We've not said it on the show before, but I think you've said it to me before that like because the retention uh, in Time Attack and in GLTC is so high, I mean right. the retention rate is insane. Yeah, it's in the nineties typically. Um, it's it's kind of like going to a family reunion over and over and over, over and over and over throughout the year, and like sometimes your uncle's gonna get drunk and puke, yeah. like. It, it, it's bound to happen. It's just yeah. a thing that happens. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, Uncle like, Phil, man, yeah, every I'll, time Ralph showing up without his pants. Huh? <laughs> so, like, I, I think that's part of the challenge oh, is just geez. making sure that like, the <laughs> individual customer experience looks different right. last time stays consistently good. Yeah, it it, it, it just ban- it it just feels like everybody has their moment. Yeah, it feels like you're spinning yeah. all these plates, and if like and if one of them drops. Sometimes the weekend, the whole weekend, like feels weird, um, and we balance, we've been balancing them pretty well. Like Mid Ohio, like the vibes were insane at Mid Ohio. It was so good. That was an awesome event. Uh, really, really good event. Um, and I mean, but we've you know we've had a, a once in a while you get a clunker, but no, realistically, I, I, even a clunker. And is a pretty I think good weekend. I think Heartland was a fantastic. Oh, event. that weekend was, that was um, so fun. Everything about that track, the is track cool. was so fun, and the facility is amazing. That was the first time you were there, right? Yeah, yeah. Bill's been telling me. But, yeah. I, but I do yeah, feel like talking it up. It's so um, fun. Yeah, it was a great time. I, I do feel like each event, especially when you go to a new track, it's like the the tone and the vibe hasn't been set yet. Like right. everyone knows almost how to act and when ginger. they go to Mid Ohio. Because Mid-Ohio. here's what America. you know, here's what we expect. This is what this event right. is about. Anytime you go to a new place, you know, you can fall on your like your familiar right. uh speech, but like I think each event has a little bit of a personality. When we uh, when in the drivers meeting, when I asked if people had been to Heartland, it was like it was like five people put their hands up, and I was like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> I'm like nobody had even been on the racetrack. But before. at the same time, like at the end of the weekend, they everyone was loved like, it. "Man, this is amazing!" The track, dude, it, you didn't drive it, did you? I did not. It was hilariously fun. I drove Carson's. Was Car- it as Carson fun as Shenandoah at some point? Dude, it was like it was so fun. It might be my favorite track. Moss told me the same. Yeah, it might be my like. I I love the flow of Mid Ohio. Uh, I re, I enjoyed being at Gingerman because it's like being my backyard almost. You know, like we've been here so many times. Probably our hundredth time we've ever rented it. Um, but uh, dude, it was and it had it almost had like the flow in some sections of AMP, like pretty pretty fun, but so fast, like so yeah, fast, real fast, and like the mm-hmm. there's a couple of slow turns, but. I mean, the chicane was like, uh, was it was basically a backwards version of the chicane going to the keyhole in mid-Ohio. Uh, pretty similar to the bus stop at Daytona, almost, in pace. Like, you're flying. It was real proper fun. Yeah, really you're up on two fun. wheels going through there. Really if fun. You're like, it was yeah, even... Like even even in like an automatic G thirty five on like blown out springs and like badass <laughs> RT six fifteens. Yeah. 
It was properly fun, dude. So go to the the car show after that. We talked a little bit the about auto how far everywhere. away it felt. <laughs> it's like not. It's not. No, that it was only far. like eight or nine hours, right? Yeah, um, it wasn't well, that bad. Kansas City's a pretty major geographic, like uh, you know, demographic so area. I, I traveled. A big Aaron Aaron Lichty drove my bus and towed his race car behind. Yeah. Um, while I worked from the passenger seat, which was awesome, by the way. Yeah. Um. We made such good time because we drove late into the night right. that uh, we stopped in Kansas City at about 10 o'clock a.m. Uh, yeah. after some morning drive and waited for the like the best rated barbecue restaurant in the city to open up at 11. And Aaron and I were both like, "Who's gonna? Who is there going to be a line for barbecue at 11 o'clock on a Thursday?" Yeah. Yep. There was. So like, yeah, we walked Kansas over City there at like 11:04, and there was a line already, and it was solidly good. I that's feel like awesome. I feel like you and Aaron. That's like that's a troublesome crowd. Yeah, that might you know, be hanging might out get together. Into some things they man. get into some really I, I nice spent stuff. Some money on whiskey too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was some really expensive whiskey yes, consumed there was. in Kansas had, in my bus. I had yeah. some very expensive whiskey. Um, no, that was in. Uh, no, it was, yeah, in that Kansas. was at Kansas, yeah. but. There's probably only one person that's a, a like annoyingly snobbish or foodie mm-hmm. as as me, um, and like Aaron is my soulmate in that respect. Yeah, you're pretty similar. Um, kind of knew that was a match made in heaven. So like uh, serious bromance, yeah. a, a little. <laughs> they went uh, out for dinner the other night. <laughs> we, we did do that. Yeah. Uh, Aaron actually cooked for me. That's what oh man, wow, hey, that is serious. Um, he had. Uh, <laughs> The, did you make it happen is, after that? Now redneck bolognese. How the night Okay. okay. Uh, talking about GLTC. That's that's how those yeah, conversations go. They, they literally go. talked yeah. about uh, about racing the entire time over oh, some bolognese. Yeah. Um, Not motorhomes. Man, uh, he is my um, he's my primary mechanic. If I'm going to pay someone to do work, it might as well be him. Yeah. Because um, like I can pay a service center, but like they do a good job. Eh, it's fine. They do a good job. But. Um. We're gonna do shocks and and uh, ride height valves and all kinds of stuff on my bus. Just pull it into the parking lot on a Saturday. Right, this uh, thing would right, not fit in their shop at all. It they, it it wouldn't go inside, no. but it goes in the driveway. It definitely fits in the parking lot. So that's fun. Yeah, definitely fits in the parking lot. Yeah. So um, it's been thirty three minutes. Ashley's not here yet. I worry that if I eat dinner and she's not here, gonna be mad. she's gonna be mad. Yeah. So yeah, like, I hope there's pizza when she gets here. I hope she gets here real Cross soon. Cross your fingers, man. Uh, I want to get up there and have a piece because there probably won't be much left. There's right. a bunch of hungry dudes on the stage over there. Yeah, that's we true. could miss an opportunity. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to be here, guys. Well, uh, so Andrew Renz is racing GLTC in the Bill Griffin Mobile. Bill, what are you yep. going to do? Just support Andrew? I'm going to help you out. Yeah? Are you going to drive anything? for you, Adam. What's that? Are you going to drive anything? Uh, we'll see. we got some room in HPD if you want to get some laps in. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll see. He'll no be biggie. I'm just, yeah. It's just cool to be here and... I love you know, help yeah. support Andrew and get him the opportunity and see him uh, in the car and hang out and hey, I'm fired up. Perfect, yeah. good time. Now we can go eat uh, pizza. Yeah. All right, well, thanks uh, to Bill for the opportunity. ApexTrackCoach.com. That's Andrew Rains. Uh, we got to thank FCP Euro. All the, the parts. Gen two units available for order. Yep. Yes, they are uh, expected to ship. Uh, probably mid October. A few of them have uh, have sold, right? You've yes, had a couple of uh, we've orders had go out. two production runs that have sold out completely, and we're That's on awesome. our third. But this whole global eco- economic situation with 
uh, oh, silicon chips is a problem. Yeah. I, uh, but we have some with us this weekend. I would like to get my hands on one, but uh, I'm trying to resolve my I never have a car at the track situation. Yeah. I brought my dolly. You did. I'm buying a fit from Kevin. You're for sure buying this? From Kevin yeah. Head? Uh, no. From Kevin. Okay. And what, our went, timing and scoring. Our guy. timing gotcha. and scoring. Guy. I was like, Kevin's not selling this. Uh, no, that's different a good, Kevin. That's a good fit. But uh, it's four thousand bucks. I don't know anything about it. I, don't I drove know. it at Nola. It's a great car. It's a great car. You need. You don't need to car. know anything about a fit before um, you buy it. It's, it felt great at Nola in the rain. I thought it was great. So I'm going to buy it's a fit, fine. and then I'm going to try and get the Civic to be a little bit more uh, fun track car, ready right. to take to the track. I'm going to keep it in the garage. It'll probably just keep the tires on it, yeah. um, keep the pads on it, and like when I want to go. Right. Just throw it on the dolly and drive. Or take those spirited roads in Kentucky, right? So the fits the streetcar, the Civic's the track car. My commute's uh, 40 to 45 miles a day. That's a long commute. You need a fit. fit. Whatever. You need a fit. Well, your wife is here. We should probably get off Let's go eat pizza. Or if there's pizza. If there is pizza. If not, It's just hot and ready. It's not like we're missing out on like... Something but they else. are hot and ready. They might be. Well, <laughs> hot and used to be ready. Well, Hot and empties is what they're probably well, going to be. Uh, we uh, we want to thank all cardboard. the patrons, and uh, I'll be ma- mailing you some T-shirts when yep. I get back home. Got to thank the FCP Euro guys. They and just FCP pulled Euro up. And, so. uh, and Apex Pro. Yeah, man. Man, lots of thanks on this podcast. Always. And the front and the back, dude. You guys are the best. Uh, Bill, I appreciate you coming. You can help with parking. Don't worry. Whatever you need. You're not the only parking guy. Don't worry. That's fine. Yeah. You don't want to be the only parking no, guy. No, there's Just a, give me a, there's whistle. a whole team. <laughs> Do you remember whistle. at Speed Ring a couple of years ago when <laughs> the event kind of blew up? It was... They had they have parking for twelve cars there. Yeah, <laughs> and like park the parking guy was like, walk the semi truck to where exactly where you wanted yeah. to park, and then. Uh, walk back and do it again. It was that was a busy one. It was almost like Al- Alpine this year. Um, we had me, Cone, and John Raymond. We each had our own golf cart, and we parked cars from noon, parked trucks from noon until one a.m. It was thirteen hours of placing vehicles. Good and like grief. no, move four inches over so we can get one more guy in the end. And we couldn't have parked two more trucks and trailers there. It was so full. Did you have a whistle? We had lots of whistles. Well, I mean, yeah, like, what, what's that's what does it? The the only choice after that, given that the the bowl was filled, less cars. Uh, you have to park people outside. Oh yeah, or just sell less passes. Yeah, yeah. hate to do that. Yeah, I hate to do that, man. You we, know, the last time we recorded a slip angle together, I think was PRI in 2017. No, I think so. Really? Yeah. I think I've been. Is that, that, was, is that accurate? That was the launch of the Apex Pro. Yeah, yeah that was really? like there, that was like a, year one or two. There's a story on TrackTuned yeah, that I goes that. with that podcast. Austin, you and Austin I were at our I booth. Did one via phone with you. Maybe not. Maybe though. we have. I think we. I think we've like attempted to record over the phone. Might just be because I've watched you do a bunch of. Uh, Recorded things on the internet. <laughs> Maybe so. Construing things. Uh, I've been head. thinking about that this whole time. I was like, was that really? It might have been the first yeah. and only time. Yeah. Austin and I talked about when I ran into him in Opelika, Alabama, of all places. Yeah. I was you intrigued know. by uh, by the Gen One unit, and I st- it's I'm a dash right now. So got it. I dig it. It's uh, the lights are cool. I trust. I don't have an. Gotta I, have I, some I, I still don't do much with the data. Don't look outside. So here, yeah. here so I you're, make you're only yeah you're only you're only touching the surface version. My. Yeah. Look at that, Ashley. She's oh, staring out for pizza, bit. dude. Um, my oh, really? absolute favorite rain. part about the Apex Pro is the app yeah. and the uh, the ease at which you can analyze data. Unless you don't have an iPhone, there are other. <laughs> this is true. There are other <laughs> the, man, the man speaks the truth on the market. Yeah, 
And I can say after spending time with them, yeah. the only way they would be less user-friendly is if they kicked you in the nuts when they started yeah. up. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I've, I've looked over some stuff with Scott Robertson as he like comes off track and looks at his. It's really, it's really impressive. I just look at the lights. We, li- we like to make it simple. Yeah. But I'll, I'll throw a plug in there while we're here because we actually, I don't know if you've been on the Internet today, but we're hiring a, uh, a full-stack app developer oh, for our engineering services business. So we do like IoT Basically, like imagine Apex Pro, but it's for a yacht or a RV or a, it's right. like a sensor that measures something. And someone comes to us and says, we have this great idea. We need to take this product to market and mm-hmm. we don't know how to get it built. Right. We are like, oh, well, we've designed this Apex Pro device. We've designed these other products You've that are going to like two it. two-thirds of your work. We'll do it for you. And uh, so now we're hiring an app developer to mainly support that end of the business. Awesome. But part of that job would be take our iOS app, turn it into a, a like start over with our Android app. And then now we actually changed all of our back-end tools back in April when we launched the Gen 2, and we changed the whole app. Now we can port all the data over between iOS and Android, whereas before we had a totally different back-end system. So if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I'm an app developer, shoot me a message or get in touch with Apex Pro because we want to talk to you. Now we were just talking about how amazing the weather was planned. Yeah, now it's sunny. This rain is not forecasted. No, it's sunny and raining at the same time. So whatever. Probably because Matt Williams went here. Can't, just, he just pulled up. We'll blame it on him. So. Matt's fault. All right. Well, I think we, we did another show. That's we did two. two shows on a Wednesday. Well, wow. We got to get some bankers in because, like, it's this a, this is the time to record. Got to carry us all stuff. the way to Road America, man. A couple weeks off. <laughs> Road America's like far away. It's like three weeks away. We're all, we're almost there, man. We're almost done. I think it's time for pizza. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at Gridlife to say hello. Hello.